Hi, I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you and it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen. All right, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Pack your body bags. We're going on a slaycation. Or as the cool kids under 30 say, a slaycay. Uh, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> they, don't, they don't say that. That's definitely not something anybody's saying. <laughs> they say vacay. No? Yeah. But not yeah, slaycay. I don't, I don't think I know, so. but right. oh my God. I think you guys know how a joke works. I'm uh, your co-host, Adam Tex Davis. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Jerry, Kim, my wives. <laughs> I'm a polygamist, and we are here back with another slaycation, which is a uh, a murder that takes place on vacation. Today's case, I guess it's a very I, I don't know that much about it. I'm going to learn along with you, the listener, but I know that it also fits into that bucket of a vacation that was. Planned basically to commit a murder, it sounds like. And that's kind of all I know. It's a woman who kills her fiancé, is that? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, why don't we just launch right into this one? What do you think? All right, well, let's do this. All right. So this is an interesting case. This was a case that happened in New York. The protagonist, is that the right word? Who are you referring to? The murderess. Let's go with the murderess. Well, I think we have to say in this case, alleged is it? No, not alleged. I think the correct term is the perpetrator. Ah, perpetrator, better. Yeah. because yes. let's yeah, perpetrator. I don't think we can say protagonist murderer, no. or I also don't think protagonist is necessarily the right word. They're more the antagonist, <laughs> to be honest. But, yes. Uh, well, anyway, you could say the accused, the accused or the convicted yes. or whatever you want. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So the accused is a woman by the name of Angelica Groswald. Groswald? Gros, yeah, it's spelled G-R-A-S-W-A-L-D. We think it's Groswald. Yes. Groswald. Okay. Yes. But we'll just say Angelica. Yes. Sure. And her fiancé on a beautiful, or what started out as a beautiful April 19th, on a beautiful day. <laughs> wait, 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 start starting this. Start. All right, so wait, the protagonist is who? No, no not the protagonist. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So Angelica Groswald and her fiancé, Vincent Fiafor? Yeah. Okay, I think that's the right... Anyway. We could also just say... Vincent. If you want to say Angelica and Vincent, because yes. I don't know how to pronounce their names either. Yes, okay. So on a beautiful day, or what started out as a beautiful day, Angelica and her betrothed Vincent decide that they're going to go kayaking together. Now, they're a couple? What are yes, they? yes. Okay. That, in fact, Vincent is Angelica's fiancé. This is in June of 2015. 
right? It's actually in April. April. And they're due to be married in that summer. Yes. So the couple decided to go kayaking across the Hudson River to an island. What's it called? Bannerman's? Uh, Yeah, Bannerman's uh, Island. Yes. What could go wrong? (laughs) This is a trip that many families and people do all the time. It's even a trip that's run by rangers, and and they'll take you over there and let you look at the the island. It's a cool little, there's like the ruins of a castle on the island. So is this like rented kayaks or... um, I don't think they brought their own. Okay. No, actually, I, I think they did bring their own. Really? Because of the missing BYOK? Well, maybe she just knew how to tamper with the... Okay. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's not worry about whether it's their own or rented. We'll, we'll talk about okay. that later. Right, no, I, yeah. I thought how dare might, you, sir? How dare I ask a question that can't be answered? <laughs> Asked and answered. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they go and, you know, they enjoy a lovely day together. So Things, they made it to the island. So, yeah, they made it to the island. And it was actually when they were returning. The river was cold, say about 48 degrees. And the uh, forecast had called for rain. And they decided that they were fine with that anyway. They were ready to head back. And Why, do kayaks not work in cold water or something? Or? Well... It works, but okay. <laughs> Wait, was it like well, it's also the rain? It's going to be choppy and stormy, and okay. this, this and, particular and part water... of the Hudson is can right. be a little tricky right. with, with currents and, gotcha. and and chop. And they're not like I mean, this is like they're not avid kayakers, or or are they? No, they they're they are kayakers. Okay, um, they're they do kayak, but we come to discover they they had had some drinks. They don't have a, they don't have life vests on, so. Right. They're I know not, he didn't have a life vest. He didn't vest. have a life vest. So they're not right. they're not like really geared up for like they didn't like safety police check themselves. Right. So they're taking a little bit of a risk okay. by kayaking back in the uh the rain and the and the storm. Gotcha. Okay, so it's not the ideal kayaking conditions. No, it's neither day. neither it's not ideal conditions and they are not also Prepare. appropriately outfitted for the the, the weather. Forty eight degree Oh, I see. Yeah. So, like, okay, so it, it got colder, and they're, like... Yeah, and they're not, you know, look, if you're kayaking in a choppy, large river with currents, you should probably have a life vest on. Now, he didn't have one, or he wasn't wearing it? He was, he, we don't know whether he had one. He definitely was not wearing one. Okay. No, he was not. He okay. was not wearing one. He wasn't wearing a wetsuit, so he was vulnerable to hypothermia. Gotcha. If, if you fell in the water. Right. And she was wearing a vest. No, I don't think she had a vest on either, is my, oh. my understanding. So they just didn't bring vests? I don't know whether they brought them and didn't wear them. They just didn't, they weren't wearing them. Gotcha. Okay. Well, he definitely was not wearing one. Right. And because I guess he falls in. <laughs> well, he probably felt. It's a guy move. We do this. Right. It is a guy move. Yeah. No, guy being stupid. I, I, I can relate. Well, it's also, it's also one of these spots because I, I actually know this spot. I was actually hiking right near it just a few days ago. Oh. It is a spot that doesn't look like that big a deal. You know, the river's wide there. You can clearly see from one side of the river to the other. The island is right in the middle. So if you're being kind of macho, I got this about the whole thing. Right. You're like, oh, whatever. Right. So that yeah, seems probably, to be the case. Probably figures I can swim. And, uh, right. Okay. So they go to the island. They have a little, what, a little picnic or something? Yeah. They have some drinks. Mm-hmm. It's a little romance, a little time together. Oh, yeah, more it sounds romance. sounds kind of nice. 
All right. And then, <laughs> and then what happens? So the couple was returning on that fateful evening to the western shore of the Hudson from Bannerman Island, several miles north of West Point. And the wind picks up. And, <laughs> and Vincent, who we've established, was not wearing a life jacket or a wetsuit, fell into the water. Okay. Or rather, the kayak capsized. Okay. And it was determined that... Uh, well, wait. Before you get into determining anything, so he's in the water. Yes. And then what happens? Well, she calls 911. From the kayak? Yes, mm-hmm. on her cell phone. She's on her cell phone in her kayak. Wow. Okay, and says, my fiancé's kayak has just capsized. If you'd like to hear exactly what she says, I can play the call for you. Oh, sure. That'd be great. Tell me exactly what happened. We are kayaking. My fiancé flipped over. He's in the water right now. And does he have a life vest on? Yeah, he has, he has something that he's holding on to, but he, it's getting very bad. I don't see him anymore. All right, Angelica. Angelica, can you hear me? Angelica, are you still with me? Okay, Angelica, can you hear me? Angelica. Can you hear me? Hello? I'm going to play more of this call for you later, but that's the initial call, right? So she's right. she's in her kayak. She's calling 911. She's right. saying, my fiance's in the water. I can't see him anymore. There's more to this call, but we're going to play okay. it a little bit All later because right. there's something very interesting about it that I want to I want to talk about. So, Kim, you, you want to pick up. So, basically, then, what happens? Well, the kayak is taking on water, and he essentially goes under. Now, kayak, you're in the boat, right? right. Like, is he still in the boat? It's just upside down, or is it like he's... There wasn't a witness to exactly what happened, but they think what happened was the kayak became unstable from taking on water. Okay. Because what happens with the kayak is, if, as soon as water starts getting into the part where you are... Right. It becomes unstable. The lower right, the water flip. becomes unstable. So capsized and he ends up in the water. Right. But I'm just saying, like, is he still in? Your, aren't your legs like underneath that thing? Um, like, you have I to... don't know. There's different kinds of kayaks okay. where you might be. Some you're attached in, some you're not. Gotcha. So, but, but he was he, free. He's, of the he's free. He's in the water. And, All right. And, so and he's not... bobbing up and down, I guess, and floating away in the Hudson. Yeah. She says she she tried she to tried to reach him with the paddle. Right. Right. But eyewitnesses. Say, say otherwise. Someone says that they saw her try and take his paddle away from him. Basically, he's found down the river dead, or, or what happened? Well, they don't find his body until months. Yeah, months? A couple months. Like it's yeah. later. Oh, yeah. so yeah. he's taken. Mm-hmm. She goes to the, I guess she goes to the other side of the river, right? Mm-hmm. Now she's out. Yep. And then, what, the cops come? And... Yep. Pretty yep. much. Okay. Yep. And uh, then they question her. Right. Well, they don't, they don't question her right away. No, not immediately. Right, right so they well, they're probably still looking for him at this point, right? Well, they're looking for him. Sadly, this is not an unusual thing to have happen in general. Kayaking is uh, is actually the the main way that people die in uh, sport boating or recreational boating, I guess you call it. Right. No, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's actually here. I have this actual statistic for you. Kayaks make about a hundred million outings annually. It's a lot. 
54 people died nationally in kayaking accidents, drowning cited as the cause in 43 of those. So it's, it's not, in Unusual. terms of the number of people that are kayaking, it's a, it's, you have a very tiny percentage right. of this happening. But it is not unheard of. Unless you go with Angelica. <laughs> right. And well, initially... And you have 100%. So chance. they they were like, this is just a terrible accident. It sure. happens, right? Okay. So yeah. she goes back to Bannerman's Island, I think 10 days. Right. Ten, eight or nine, 10 days later. And she's talked to the police, right? Because they, obviously they had questions. So she has right. she's met all the police investigating it. And it's... She thinks they understand it was a terrible accident. Right. She goes back to the island to lay a wreath on the island. Okay. Um, in honor of, of Vincent. Right. And she sees the police on the island when she arrives in her boat, in her kayak. Right. And she gets out and hugs them because she thinks that they're there also to pay tribute. To, she, she, right. She's no clue that she's in any way a suspect. And they actually say, well, actually, could you come sit with us for a minute? And she thinks they're going to comfort her and talk to her, but they basically start questioning her. So this is just bad luck? She shows up on the island and there's cops there? Or they were monitoring her. Oh, okay. So okay. they knew right. she was coming to the island that day. Gotcha. Because at this point, she actually is a suspect. She just doesn't know it. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so she's like hugging the cops. She's crying. And they sit her down and they start asking her questions, and she says something that will come back to haunt her over and over, and she repeats it throughout the interrogation, which is, they say to her, how do you feel about all this? And she says, I understand he's gone, and I'm actually happy about it. <laughs> she, she did say that. <laughs> Kim, you've said that. No. About me. <laughs> no. Leaving a party. Like leaving, like when we left at my friend's wedding and I was drunk. Right. Like, yeah. she's like, I'm gone. happy he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> And your friend felt like, like that too. when you're snoring really loudly. <laughs> it's like you get yeah. up and leave the bedroom. I'm happy right. he's gone. <laughs> I mean, look, we've all, everyone listening to this show has had some point where your significant other, you've been in an argument or something, and they leave the room. You're like, oh, I'm just happy they're gone and I have some space. I mean, we've all, we've all felt that. But we don't usually say that after the person is dead. And so right. she is saying to them, Right, because he's gone, gone. He's, he's not gone. Like, he didn't leave the party. No, he's, he's left the earth. God. <laughs> right. For so, good. Yeah. And, and she was very at happy. peace with that. Very at peace. So she's, yeah, she's, she's upset, but she's also saying, I'm okay that he's gone. And she says specifically, I wanted him dead and now he's gone and I'm okay with that. Wait, I wanted him I dead? I wanted him yeah. dead. Okay. Oh. Oh, that's a, that's a thing you don't say. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's generally a bad thing. On a slaycation, a slay K or any or any K. Any any K. That's never okay. And there's also a life insurance policy of a little over half a million dollars. Ah, always with the life insurance. Mm -hmm. Always with the life and they're not even married yet. Yeah. So here's the thing. So they're like, well, okay. So they interrogate her for a few hours. And jump in, Kim, if I'm leaving anything out here. Okay. But they interrogate her for a few hours and then they say, We'd actually like to take you in for more questioning. Right. Right. So right, they take her by boat to the police station in Orange County and they proceed to interrogate her for, I think it was like 10 or 11 hours. Right. Right. On top of. Right. But she finally admits it. She admits that she took the plug. Right. <laughs> One of the key things they find <laughs> in this kayak is that the little plug that's supposed the to keep the plug. water out of the kayak is, is gone. Oh. Yeah. It's like screwed out. You have to screw that out to remove it. 
It should be there. It's not. That's why I think these are kayaks they own because she right, so, right, right, right. So she's like so well, they, clearly tampered with. Yeah, but she could have unscrewed it on that island, right? Per she, se, per se. But she says to Kim's point, she says this thing has been out. I took it out. Now it turns out it actually was taken out months earlier. She she later says it, the cat was using it as a toy. Like so, <laughs> and the kayaking experts are like that thing being out is not enough to have actually caused the kayak to fill with water. But the cops like really hone in on this and they like, it's really important to them for her to admit that she, she took this thing out. And so they interrogate her for like 11 hours and they tell her things like, they say like, this is like therapy. You can trust us. You can tell us anything. She doesn't have a lawyer. Right. And she's not, this isn't her home country. I was going to say, I wonder if there's like a language thing. She's Latvian. Right. Right. Which was like a, originally Russia. Yeah. She considers herself raised Russian. Right. So could some of these weird things that she said be chalked up to, like, I'm suddenly becoming a defense attorney. But like, <laughs> could some of these weird things that she said, like, actually be like a weird language thing? Could be. Could right. be. Okay. But also, so I, I, I was curious because 11 hours... That's a long it's time. a long time. It's a long time. So I actually looked up what is a typical interrogation. And unless you're Hillary Clinton, then there's... you can get <laughs> interrogated yeah, exactly. for 11 hours. So I looked into this, and there's a, a guy named Saul Kasten who is a professor of psychology at the John Jay College of Criminal Justice. He said that typical interrogations are 30 minutes to two hours, and that when they look into the research on when do false confessions occur, they usually occur after eight hours. She was in there for 11 hours. Right. They asked her, and Kim, can you talk to this a little bit? When they, when they asked her about why she was happy he was gone, what her explanation was as to why she would say something like that? Well, it didn't sound like she was very happy in the relationship. She said there was like some sexual yeah, coercion. She, she felt that he was a little too interested in pornography. Mm-hmm. There's, there's pornography and... You can be too interested. He... Yes. Well, interesting. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Well, yes. She That's didn't appreciate. <laughs> okay. She also said he was pressuring her into doing Having threesomes groups. and being like yeah. the submissive in the relationship. And she's like, I'm not submissive. So That's th- you got to keep your pornography separate, separate from your yeah. from your life. You could like things in pornography and then there's your life. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and when you try to mix the two is when... Bad things happen. Right? I mean, it's like either you're gonna yeah. enjoy it on your time yeah. alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't don't bother Kim with your exactly. don't bring don't bring yeah. your porno fantasies. I gotta say you. you've been very good about that. Right? Yeah. With right? me too. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Business porn. I mean, even when I'm like, what are you watching? He's like, this is not for you. Food porn. <laughs> it's just people eating really yeah, good sandwiches. Eating, yeah, delicious uh <laughs> Dinners. So all of these are terrible things to say to the police, right? If you're saying, I unscrewed the thing that was supposed to keep the water out of the boat. He's dead and I'm happy about it. I'm happy because he was pressuring me into stuff I didn't want to do. Like this all, it kind of sounds like you're confessing to something. Yeah. Telling on yourself, definitely. Yeah. But like, was her goal to go to jail? Like, why would she do this? Well, I think her goal, honestly, was... Them to see her side of it, maybe? I think she felt like she could sort of talk her way out of it. There was that sense that she could right. talk, like make the case why. Why it's he, okay. Yeah. 
But there's also, I mean, I'll just throw out like an alternate, slightly alternate theory, which is that if you're in a bad relationship, she's engaged to this guy. Right. She's from Latvia. She doesn't have a lot of family here. So right. he's her, her family still. Yeah. So his family yeah. is her family. She had expressed some doubts about the marriage. She was having some doubts about it as well. The relationship was not in a good place. Right. So it's like, which slaycation bucket is this, right? Is it the, I'm going to go kayaking and kill my fiance bucket? Right. Or is it the opportunity? I'm out. Or what if it's the, I'm out kayaking and he died in a terrible accident that I had nothing to do with, but I'm actually happy it happened bucket. Right. Right. Because that's a, that is a sub bucket. Of the, that is a sub bucket. Right? Yeah, it's just a murder and, on vacation. And then you're not from this country, you don't have a lawyer, and the cops are asking you all kinds of questions for 12, 13, 14 hours, right. and you start telling them the truth. I wasn't happy, I'm glad he's gone, all this stuff. Stuff you might say to a girlfriend over a drink, but <laughs> right. probably shouldn't be saying to the cops. Pro right. tip, always get a lawyer. Say nothing except I need to talk to that, my lawyer. That is actually 100% Great pro tip. Never speak to the police without a lawyer. Thank you for confirming my pro tip. Really? No, no. I, I'm confirming. No, I, I mean, that's no, no. true. Whether you're getting Absolutely. arrested for murder, whether you're at a protest and get picked up, Anything. it is get me a lawyer. Say nothing. Well, there's a great YouTube video. Like, these lawyers are just like, shut the fuck up. That's all yeah. you have to do. <laughs> right. If the cops right. grab you, shut the fuck up. I think Michael Rappaport's part of it, and he's joining in. Shut yeah. the fuck up! <laughs> it's just shut the fuck yeah, up. Especially your, when the yeah. cops are like, we're your therapy. We're yeah. your friends. You can trust us. It, do no. They are absolutely. They're not your friend. They're not your friend. They're there to incriminate you. They're and manipulating. You. We respect the law enforcement. We're not saying that they're. No, it's their job. Their job. <laughs> the, the job right. of law enforcement. They is don't have to, to tell you the truth. No, yeah. they don't have to tell you the truth. And their job is to put away criminals. Right. And so the second that you are in custody of police, whether you realize it or not, you're a suspect. So they're doing their job. She was just yammering away. For, yeah, sounds for like she hours fell right into a trap. Yeah. Of, uh, but here's the question. She went back to the island to lay the wreath. Why was she already a suspect? What made them think that she had something to do with it at that point? The missing the, screw thing right. from, the the, plug. from the kayak. The yeah. drainage so, oh, okay. plug. So when they yeah. found the kayak, yep. they're like, it's missing a plug. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hmm, she probably took the plug. Yeah. Okay. And the, the life insurance thing played into it, right. you know. He would lie his way into their dreams. He was looking for James Bond girls. How fun would that be to be a Bond girl? Then twist them into a nightmare. This guy's done this before. He'll do it again. Until a group of women banded together to put him behind bars and keep him there. You have to participate fiercely, fiercely in what happens next. I'm Keith Morrison, and this is Murder in the Hollywood Hills, an all-new podcast from Dateline. Listen to Murder in the Hollywood Hills for free each week or subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com to unlock new episodes one week early. Hi, I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers, and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. 
And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you and it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen. This case is so interesting to me because it touches on a lot of stuff that's really, I think, screwed up in our country. So she didn't behave the way that she was supposed to behave. So she went to a memorial service for him a few nights later. And at the bar, she got on karaoke and sang the Hotel California. Okay. She did. Just don't do that. No. You know, whether... It could have been worse. She could have sang <laughs> The Wind Beneath My Wigs. I don't know. What would be more... Uh, <laughs> come Sail Away. <laughs> yeah, Sailing. I don't know. Any water-related song. <laughs> exactly. Poor judgment. But poor judgment what? or even... Whether it's poor judgment or just that's how she expressed her emotion, whatever. She also, while she was in interrogations, she was doing cartwheels and yoga. And which, stretches. Oh. And stretches, which she said... She was just there for so long, she had to move. Now, if Reminds you remember... me of a famous you remember case. remember yeah. Amanda Knox, who we oh, had the pleasure yeah. of working with on a, on a project a few oh, years ago. Oh, that's right. So, that's same right. Thing, right? Amanda was accused of not behaving the way she was supposed to because she was mm-hmm. doing splits or cartwheels during yeah. the interrogation. Right. And she was like, I was sitting for hours. I'm trying to stretch. So, there was an article in, in Elle magazine about Angelica where... The whole article is about how when certain kind of women, specifically attractive white women, are accused of crimes, they become celebrities because people get so excited. Like, oh, wow, look at this person. Doesn't and look victims. Like... Right. And then there's an expectation for them to behave a certain, a certain way. way. Right. And when they don't behave that way, they are assumed to be guilty. This is also true for people of color, that there's biases in terms of how you're expected to behave. There's an instant like, oh, she did this or they did this. So therefore, they're guilty. Right. And she did not fall in line with what is expected of somebody that is guilty. No. No. And she she even posted photos of herself. I mean, again, whether it's poor judgment or not, what do you want to call it? She posted pictures of herself doing yoga poses by the river. And she was like... Because everyone kept asking, are you okay? And she's like, I was trying to let them know I am okay, but I wasn't okay. And Amanda actually said the same thing after sure. her situation, that she was just, you're in this surreal phase where you're like, yeah. what's happening? So there's an alternate version of this story where it was just an accident. Right. I guess it could have been, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the plug was missing. Yeah, but she says they. she says that they took it out together She's like, I don't remember when, but we gave it to our cat for a toy. Right. So they were like... So the plug was never in the boat? Is that the... Like it was they, never so in the So they boat. got to the island without the plug. The plug was never in the boat. Interesting. Right. But the weather changed. The weather, the weather changed. changed. Yeah. The joke I never made was, uh, <laughs> I realized, is when we said the photography, that he was into water sports. <laughs> 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 and ultimately, you're that's, disgusting. And ultimately, that's what you're did disgusting. him. That's what did him. In. Just so disgusting. We're just gonna edit that somewhere. You can leave it right there. Seems right like there. A perfect spot for yeah. it. I think after she was out of jail, they, she had done a, a cover in a magazine, or there was a of her with this bizarre bathtub. Yeah. Which is very strange. She, she was a photo of her 
She was just strange. Her face was just submerged under the water? Yeah. Oh. That she took herself? Or no. Or the L magazine? Uh, yeah. Oh, did this. So the photographer's like, I got an idea. This won't go over badly at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm helping. I'm I'm helping. <laughs> wow. It sounds like everybody's insane. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, okay. So she's very pretty. Yes. Angelica, very... I think all Angelica's. <laughs> With a K, by the way. So definitely. Right. Yeah. All Angelicas are pretty, or Angelica. Was it Angelica or Angelica? Because on the on the call, I guess they were saying Angelica. That's a good question. I don't. I don't. All right. I'm surprised she didn't correct them on the call. Yeah. It's Angelica. So here's one interesting statistic for you about this whole thing. With so, when wrongful convictions occur with women, in 64 percent of the cases, it's not only that there was a wrongful conviction, but there was never a crime. So, oh, really? so they're they're convicted in cases where. There was an accident or a suicide or something like that, compared to 23% of the time with men. Huh. That's interesting. So don't be in the wrong place at the wrong time, Kim. I'm going to try not to be. So what do you think, honey? Well, you know, they found the plug in her car. Yeah? So I think... Not in the cat's mouth. Not in the cat's mouth. <laughs> interesting. The cat was not in the car. The cat was not in the car. They found the plug in the car. Yes. And this is how long after? Like right after? Not long after. But like she had already left the scene. Yeah. Man, people are stupid. Like if the whole thing is, I mean, look, maybe she is innocent. I don't know. I mean, it, I don't know. If she pulled the plug out, you'd think that the plug would be a very important piece of this. I would probably get rid of it. Kim, what do you, do you what's your sense of this? Do you think... No, I think that she was planning on killing him, or rather planning on this, on staging this accident, and that she would solve a problem by having him dead, because she so clearly wanted him dead. Mm -hmm. And I think she saw not, for whatever reason, she didn't see ending the relationship as an option. She didn't see that she could walk away as, as a viable solution. Huh. Mm -hmm. And she would gain financially mm -hmm. if she did. he were to die. She did. Right. Because she wasn't found guilty of murder. She that's, pled that's to a lesser right. charge. That's oh, right. Like a manslaughter thing? Criminally negligent homicide. Right. Uh, Meaning she... Based she didn't on spend a lot of time in jail either. Yeah, like two years. And she collected on the, on the insurance. So they never made it give her back. Or they never the, made the her plug? give it back. The plug <laughs> for the insurance money. She 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 used the money to buy like no, eighty four plugs. No, she doesn't plugs. have to give it back because she wasn't found guilty of right of, of murder. Murder, right? Criminally negligent homicide means that basically they're saying you knew the plug wasn't there, you knew he didn't have a life vest on, and yet you went out in the bad weather anyways. Right, but that's both of their decision. Well, I mean, yeah. But certainly she knew. Right. But I mean, why does she got to be a kayak? Compromised. Yeah, but so did he, no? Or, or we're saying that he had no idea. I mean, no, he took a risk. I think he took a. Yeah, he wasn't wearing a life vest. Like yeah. she didn't make him take his vest off or something. You take vest off now. So, so the same exact thing happened in the same river in the same year to another couple. Really? Mm hmm. The model Ian Jones, who was a young. Right. Up-and-coming model. And he was kayaking with Tolly Lennox, who is Annie Lennox's daughter. 
They'd been up all night, not drinking. He was sober, but they had been up all night. They decided to go out on a kayak right in the same general vicinity in the Hudson. And they got caught in a current. And I think she was struggling and he tried to help her. He was wearing all of his party clothes, no life vest, and just tragically drowned. So he drowned. He drowned. Again. But that wasn't, they deemed that an accident. It was 100% an accident. It was a horrible accident. Yeah. It was a terrible accident. It was just a thing where they got caught in a current they weren't expecting. And there was never any question about whether it was an accident or anything else because it was clearly just a terrible tragedy. That happened after this one. I don't know whether it happened after or before, but it was... I mean, I assume if it happened after, that would help the first case. See? See? This happens. What is with the dudes not wearing the life vest? Yeah, that's another pro tip. We're a life vest. I mean, if you're in anything that remotely has a current or something you're not familiar with, wear a life vest. You're a great swimmer, wear a life vest. Yeah, you're not that great a swimmer. Right. I mean, her attitude, I don't know, it's like she's Russian, right? It's like, oh, it's almost like the Ivan Drago. If he dies, he dies. She well, actually says this. That's exactly what she said. What? Yeah, I mean, she she does. She said she's Ivan Drago? No, she didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> it was very much the attitude of, well, this is what happened. I have no regrets, in a sense. Right. Yeah. It's and God's she, will. And she said, I'm Russian. And Russian women are not raised to be emotional. So, yeah, I've known a few Russian people that, yeah, emotion is not their their strongest Mm-mm. attribute. <laughs> That's the stereotype, right, of the cold Russian woman. And and look, she might, yeah, maybe she did want this guy out of the picture, but did she manipulate all the things to make that happen? No. You started to say something earlier about a paddle. Well, she had taken the paddle. Yes. Yeah, so from him when he was struggling, clearly. Right. There was an one eyewitness who saw. They claimed that she took the paddle what from do you mean him. She took the paddle. That he was floating with his paddle, and that she took it from him. Right. Oh. But she says she gave him the the paddle. The paddle. <laughs> 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 so I want to I want to play you guys the rest of this call because okay. I I don't know I I'm on the fence on this I just don't think <laughs> but she doesn't sound like someone who is happy that her fiance is is drowning right so here here's okay it wasn't a vest but he had something to hold it was something that helped him float but I don't see him. Oh, my God. Can you make your way over towards the Cornwall Yacht Club where you see all the lights? Yes. Yes, start paddling over towards that way, okay? I'm not worried about myself. I'm worried about him. No, I understand. I understand. Okay, I'm going to put you down a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. Put put me down. Just keep the phone. I see the boat. You see the boat now. Good. Well, you can put the phone down. Just keep it open. Don't hang up on me, okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah, either she's a really good actress. Well, or... you know what? I think you can tap into those. I think she tapped into those feelings of, oh shit, this is real. Right. <laughs> oh you my God. really you feel strongly that she was somehow I, part I of this. I feel that she was ready for him to go. It just felt like that she wanted this to end and this was what she was going to do to facilitate that. I do think that when it happened. I think it was a oh shit moment. And, you know, I think just 
her personality just kind of reads to me that it's like, I can feel sad that he's gone, but I'm okay with it. And all right, moving on. I will confess, I knew a little bit about this case. I don't know why it did make the news. I mean, it's probably to your point, Jerry, about like, you know, pretty white girl involved. It did make the news to the point, but it's like, I don't feel it got a lot of coverage. Eh, it got enough that I saw it. And the point is that the coverage was skewed in a way that it felt like she absolutely was guilty. That there was enough pieces. Oh, the boat had been tampered with. She knocked the paddle or she pulled the paddle away from him while he was trying to... At every turn, she caused more mayhem and, and death. So to hear that it could go the other way is ah it's kind of kind of interesting disheartening I, I don't know i mean you'd hate to think there's an innocent person but at the same time yeah i don't know that i think you don't think she's innocent no okay no i, I mean does she admit i mean she admits it you know and i and she doesn't admit it as this tragic accident what do, when you say she admits it what is the it well she admits that she wanted him to die Right, but wanting someone to die and causing them to die are different, because then my mother would be dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and he... he you know, just, By just you. To, <laughs> <laughs> We're just kidding. We may or may not edit that line out. <laughs> yeah, so he was... We could talk about Vinny a little bit. So the victim in this case, or... Yep. Vinny, who who passed away, he had one, you know, he had one sister, one sibling, a, a woman named Laura. He was one of these just big personalities that everybody loved. He was real family man. He was at at every holiday. Mm. He was very close to his brother in law, Laura's husband Kevin, and he was his an uncle, uncle right. to two kids. Yeah. What did, what did he do? You know, I I couldn't find that. How did they meet? Was it like something weird? Or, uh... She so she was a waitress at a restaurant in Fishkill. Okay. And Laura and Kevin were having dinner with Vinny, and they met her when she was waitressing. Mm-hmm. Fishkill. <laughs> <laughs> she moved into his condo in Poughkeepsie, mm-hmm. and they were engaged in a few months. Anyways, they yeah. So he you know he's a good guy. He's a he's a family man, center of his you know friends and family. And his family has really tried to make peace with it and move on, right? Is that what you, yeah. you got? Yeah. That was sort of the impression I got was like... This was horrible. Horrible. Let's... Yeah. So they're not that interested in going after her? Or they're just like, whatever happens, happens? Well, I think they're angry at her, but... You get the sense that they blame her? What do you think, Jerry? I, I didn't get the sense... I think they do blame her, but I didn't get the sense that there was this outrage. Right. If he was wearing a life vest, would he have lived? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. He would have just, he would have been fine. Mm -hmm. In fact, the prosecutors, when they, they make the whole case against her, and the defense is basically that he had a, a slightly elevated blood alcohol level, mm. and that he wasn't wearing a life vest, mm -hmm. and that removing this particular plug thing from the kayak would not be enough to cause it to capsize and kill someone. All right. So that's a question like... If they felt it wouldn't capsize without the plug, 
then why did it capsize? Like well, they think he did it himself because of the storm. The, the, the storm. Yeah. The storm. Okay. It was choppy. But how come she was able to navigate that? She says she just no. She actually says she she feels like she just got lucky and survived. Yeah, but it feels like too it was the perfect storm of things to go wrong for him. Not wearing the life jacket, the storm, and the drain. Right. Well, the, and that's what the, the charge is plug. really, what she pleads to, right, is because sh- they tell her you're going to go to trial for murder, or you can take a lesser plea of criminally negligent homicide, which is basically admitting to, I knew the plug wasn't there. I knew he wasn't wearing a life vest, so I'm criminally negligent, right? So so she's taking on, by copying to that plea, she's taking on responsibility for the death, but not right. saying I, I killed him. And she says she did that because she was like, I don't want to go to trial for murder yeah. because I'm probably going to get found guilty of it based on everyone's obsession with right. this plug. And in fact, the judge, <laughs> did you read that the judge at the sentencing basically said like, you remove this plug and you killed him and you're lucky, you know, and then the, um, the coroner did a very strange thing is they put cause of death on the report was plugged drowning caused by removal of plug from oh my boat God, by that's other right. person, that's right. which is like, you never see anything like that on a huh. corner. Report. Yeah. I didn't like, know you had enough space to run all that. <laughs> it's really odd. I was going to say, like, I feel terrible for like, if every time some, asshole dude doesn't put on his life vest and gets hurt like that his girlfriend or wife or whoever the significant other has to get charged for that well no it's she she hadn't said stuff like i wanted him dead and now i'm happy he's gone or this is what i wanted and i'm happy and i'm at peace with it like those are the things that get you put in the spotlight with the cops right i guess i mean but certainly raise their attention couldn't any defense lawyer be like she is not great at this english and she says weird things that don't make sense. Well, at the end of the day, she really did not... Have a lawyer. <laughs> no, but she didn't spend a lot of time... You know, she's out. That is true, too. I mean, she didn't really spend a lot of time in jail. Right. And, you know, huh. she's been released. She's in L magazine doing that strange... That's an interesting... Photo. Right. right. So, okay, so, right. You're like, I'm the devil. Here's the, here's the deal. Get rid of the guy, get the money, you get the magazine cover, <laughs> you get a little bit of fame. Uh, two years. <laughs> two years, uh, you know, or what is it, a year and a half, two years? Well, she was sentenced to one to four years. And she only served what? One? One and change? Two? Yeah. Okay. She got time served while she was right. on trial. So. I don't know. She but, you takes know, that Faustian bargain. I don't know, man. Like, the family, the sense I got from the family stuff was that they aren't 100% unsure on what happened, but the fact that she pled guilty to, like, they're, look, if, if it's your brother or your your kid and someone pleads guilty to criminally negligent homicide, you're not doing the calculation of, well, they probably are innocent, but they were going to be found guilty. Right. It's like, oh, no, she pled guilty to that, so. So she did. She did it. So right. she did something wrong. She's something, she's admitting some role in his death. Hey, this is Kim. You know me. I love a good true crime podcast. Well, I'm not the only one who's excited for The Burden, a new true crime series from Orbit Media, the folks who brought you the number one hit, Empire on Blood. Anyway, The Burden tells the story of Detective Louis Florella, 
once celebrated for solving the toughest cases in New York City in the 90s. But things took a turn when a group of convicted murderers, all claiming to be innocent, became jailhouse lawyers and began investigating the investigator. Turns out they uncovered all kinds of issues with Detective Sclarella's involvement in dozens of cases, which led to the release of over 20 people he helped convict. Not only that, but the government had to pay out a record-breaking $150 million in wrongful conviction settlements with more to come. The question is, can these potentially wrongly convicted murderers get themselves released too? You'll have to listen to find out. The Burden, which includes first-time interviews with Detective Sclarella himself, is out now with new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt Harris. Seton Tucker and I host the podcast Impact of Influence, which for two years covered in depth Alec Murdoch, who was eventually convicted in 2023 of murdering his wife Maggie and son Paul. That story continues to evolve, and we will cover that. Plus, we will tell you stories of other true crime events that have happened in the South. Please join us on Impact of Influence. And give us a follow on the Impact of Influence Facebook page. I don't know, Kim. I, I didn't get the feeling they feel certain that she necessarily murdered him and got off easy. Well, I think they're conflicted. I, you know, I think that they struggle with it. That was my sense. Well, it's hard, right? Because we, like, we all have that thing where someone yeah. we love... You don't want to believe that somebody that you care about actually could hurt and kill somebody that you also care about. Yeah. I mean, even on a small level, we've all had that thing where, like, we're friends with someone and they're in an argument with their spouse who we also like. And you're like, yeah, I don't, yeah. like, both of these sides seem bad. The good news is, either way, it's a slication. It is <laughs> definitely a slication. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so what are, what are the pro tips? What's the takeaway? Yeah, what, you know what, go ahead. You introduce that segment. Well, what is the takeaway, guys? Well, as someone who does like kayaking, I don't do it a lot, but I do it sometimes. I think it reminds me to wear my life vest. I actually would like to kayak to Bannerman's Island at some point, and I will wear my life vest. And check for plugs. I will check for plugs if I'm <laughs> on you and the boat. <laughs> okay. What? Hey, now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of island. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not fire. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Wrong island. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Definitely. Okay. I, I, I would say, so takeaway for me is that I like doing, <laughs> I was going to say water sports, but you're going to make a joke about that. No. So. What, what, what <laughs> could I possibly say? I think takeaway for me is like, this is, you know, one of those cases that reminds you, like, if you're going to go kayaking, which I like to do, I'm sure a lot of people listening to the show like kayaking, like, it's easy to think, oh, I'm, I'm good, I'm strong, I'm a strong swimmer, no problem. But wear a life vest. Yeah. I mean, wear a life vest. Because whatever happened here, whether it was intentional, unintentional, if he'd had his life vest on, he, we wouldn't be talking about him on slaycation. Right. Unless he died of hypothermia. Right. Maybe wear a wetsuit. That's Maybe a wetsuit. Not a bad idea either. I mean, look, Kim and I, we went canoeing. And for 90% of the trip, it was very calm and very placid. And then, 
all of a sudden, yeah, you hit some, you know, some rougher patch of a little, not rapids, but it was definitely bumpy. And it's like, oh, shit, you know, and neither of us are boating people. I mean, we're we're in a canoe together and this thing could, something could happen. So, yeah, life vest. I'm going to go with my takeaway is shut the fuck up when you're with the cops. Say nothing except I need to talk to my lawyer and then call a lawyer. It is funny when people say like, I need to get, I need to talk to my lawyer. Like everybody just has a lawyer. <laughs> like, just any lawyer. Yeah. Just, just like, get a lawyer. you know, <laughs> but we've all seen the Salido and Barnes ads or whatever. You know, there's, there's gotta be some lawyer, but yeah, shut up, get a lawyer. Don't say anything to the cops. Yeah. I, you know, I couldn't really get a sense of what their relationship was. Could you, Jerry? I, I was like, do they love each other? Is he just into her because he's attracted to her? Like what? I, I really couldn't get a sense of what their as, relationship as was. As a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, I mean, she's with? hot. She's the hot waitress. I'm not saying that's all they had. But I mean, look, again, you know, if, if she's kind of foreign and kooky and whatever, did he really connect to her that well on all that? But you said it was a short engagement. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they knew each other a super long time. She's probably hot. She probably satisfied some of his porn fantasies or whatever. You are projecting so much. Oh, oh my God, Kim, how do you deal with this? <laughs> I'm just analyzing it. Yeah. I mean, even so, it's like to murder him. Well, you know, I guess that's the thing. It, you know, I guess the They take... couldn't just break up? Right. They I weren't mean, even that... married. They weren't even married. Well, no, they weren't. She could have just broke up with him. She could have just broken up with him, but she had life insurance. Oh. So how, how much did was... she get? Was it two hundred fifty thousand? Um, I think it was two hundred fifty thousand. Uh, it's not like a ton. That's like it was, well, hundred, it was hundreds of thousands. It right. I mean, the thing is, this that it. depending it depends on who you are, though. I mean, that oh, may it was seem like half a million uh, for a Russian girl. That's like a weekend. Well, you don't know. I mean, it, it could mean a lot of money. No, I know. It, it's it's all subjective. Right. It's funny because I watch a lot of these like crime movies from the 40s and 50s. So like $500,000 is like the, the heist of the century. Oh, right. Like, now it's like nothing. nothing. Yeah. It's like really? This is... Well, I mean, it's something, but it's not worth going to. <laughs> well, two years. Two hundred fifty. You made 250000 a year. So I don't know, Kim. I mean, they definitely had like, it seems like they had a little bit of a on again, off again. But, you know, lots of people do. That doesn't mean you don't love each other. And Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess... Because in other slaycations, I feel like I feel like the person kind of knows. Like, mm, you know what? I don't fully trust this person. Right. And in this particular slaycation, I just don't know if there was it didn't feel like he would have in a million years thought that this could have happened. No, and, and neither did any of the, the friends and family right. were all like, exactly. what? Like, yeah, they had some fights and stuff, but mm-hmm. this was really out of the blue. Right. The one thing that his, brother, his brother-in-law said was it was the first time that they'd gone kayaking across the Hudson. Right. Because Vinny always said it was too dangerous because it it's not a super wide 
area, but there are like some pretty strong currents in the middle mm. and it can be quite dangerous. So that was the only thing out of the ordinary. Right. Really. I was going to say, if Kim ever asks me to go kayaking, I'm going to shit my pants. Specifically in the <laughs> well, <Hudson> Anyway. <laughs> I mean, you know something's wrong because yeah. I'm not trying to be kayaking. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's not, not your jam? Uh, no. No it's, <laughs> no. it's not my jam. That right there is a red flag. Right. I'm always, pay attention to the red flags. I'm trying to picture the two of you kayaking and it's not happening. Canoeing. Okay, canoeing, I guess. We're guess. more canoeing I people. Canoeing. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't, the <laughs> rushing water. I mean, I think of, I guess I'm thinking of white water well, rafting. That's, that's different. I mean, that's white water. Yeah. You can go you white water the canoeing. kayaking. When we went canoeing, you like that. Yeah, but I don't know if I would do it again, though. Really? Yeah, I don't know. You mean because of this case? Just in general. Okay. Because I, I don't swim. It's true. Kim actually does not swim. I don't. I mean, she... She swims better so than funny, she. Because Gia, Gia, yeah, Gia's Gia a swimmer. swims. Yeah, well, because Kim was like, "Don't be like me." Yeah, so our daughter, my wife, made our daughter become like a champion swimmer. Almost. Are you interested in learning how to swim? Interesting, you should ask, because my sister. I'm offering lessons. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my sister started with swim lessons. Oh, cool! All right. So I'm intrigued. I don't know if I'm gonna. It's funny, too, because your, your sister just asked me to go kayaking. No, she didn't. Stop playing. <laughs> no, she didn't. All right. Well, so, yeah, good takeaway. Did Kim have, did you have takeaway? You know, my takeaway really is, I don't know what my takeaway with this is, because I would say, well, trust your instincts. And I didn't really feel like there was anything really going on with this couple per se that that Vincent, for example, would have would have taken as a cue, like maybe, maybe, maybe we just have brunch today and you know. <laughs> don't get engaged to the waitress after five months. I guess the takeaway yeah. could be, girl, just just break up, break up. Oh, just mm-hmm. say this isn't working. Mm-hmm. This you want different things than I do. I'm not trying to be part of a threesome. I'm not trying to watch Pornhub with you. I feel like you're directing all of this at Adam. I'm not trying to watch Pornhub with no, him either. He, he isn't, <laughs> just, actually. Just that's for the record. <laughs> it's a solo activity. <laughs> um, okay. So takeaway. <laughs> takeaway. <laughs> so. Hello, this is Dr. Grande, the host of True Crime Psychology and Personality. On my podcast, I explore and explain the pathology behind some of the most horrendous crimes and those who commit them. We discuss topics like narcissism, psychopathy, sociopathy, and antisocial personality disorder from a scientifically informed perspective. What is a narcissist? How do you spot a sociopath? What signs can you look for to protect yourself from these dangerous personalities? It's not just about the stories, but also the science and psychology behind them. So if you're interested in true crime or mental health, I'd encourage you to give my show a listen wherever you get podcasts. Takeaway is wear your life vest. Don't talk to the fucking cops. There you go. And think about your choices. Think Th- about think about your choices. Mm-hmm. Right. Keep the plug. make a good choice. Wear your life. Yeah, wear your life vest. <laughs> no, no, we're just recapping. Okay, make make good choices. That's a, that is actually a good point. Yeah, these are for him or for her though. Both. Both. Wear right. your Both. life vest. Don't well, kayak that, okay. while you're yeah drunk. Don't. 
like all these things these are all just a, results of <laughs> just bad choices yeah really bad choices yes That's, and now somebody's missing a loved one yeah you yeah know. it's super sad you know these kids don't have their uncle and their brother you know it's just it sucks the other thing i would say is stop expecting or demanding that women act a certain way when they're grieving because that that's right. an issue also with people like oh she wasn't acting right in the old days like all you had to do is like put on that black hat with the little net over your face mm -hmm. and you can and do then, cartwheels and it's and you fine. can do whatever because you have the morning <laughs> hat you know the look they're wearing the black hat with oh they've the, got the morning the hat. veil it's okay yeah. She's right. got the it's cool. Hat. Yeah, she she gets it. She's she doing yoga it. poses by the river, but she's wearing her morning hat, right. so it's right. cool. And it's she's... like you have to wear it for a certain amount of time. If you take it off one minute too soon, like ah. But we're joking about that. But like that is kind of there's this cultural baked in assumption that women are supposed to mourn in a certain way and be wearing all black. If someone's grieving process includes doing yoga poses or right. cartwheels or singing, like that, I'm not saying one way or the other that she's about this person but this has come up over and over let people grieve the way they have to grieve right the problem is there's an expression like you know like if if something happened to me and kim was doing cartwheels cartwheels well, is that's... associated with like <laughs> i'm right, very right, happy fair so, enough right so car i would stay fair away enough. from cartwheels okay like, stay away from that's also takeaway don't talk to the cops <laughs> get a lawyer Wear a life vest, nope. make good choices, and just don't do cartwheels yeah. when you're supposed to be sad. Unless you're a gymnast and, like, that's part of your thing. And you just do it all the time. She actually did a cartwheel to present the missing plug to the cops. Right. It was really... <laughs> <laughs> Here's the paddle. All right. Well, that concludes another exciting episode of Slaycation. And we will be back with more fun episodes and murder and... Travel and why are you looking at me? <laughs> you just waited for me you're to just run saying out of words. <laughs> How many more words are you going to say? I don't know. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank Stay safe you out there. Guys. Wear your life vest. Stay safe. <laughs>